What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Aris. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Uh, let, let's start off with some fantasy football talk. Um, man, my team is so cooked. Uh, you know, I was talking to you. Mm. We, we went to a concert. We'll get into that a little bit later. But I was like, this is the worst I've ever been in fantasy. Um, I, I think I'm a projected to put up 80 in one league. Uh, let's see. Let's mm. see. I have 86 in one league and... I have 52 currently and the other projected 83. So th- like, this is just embarrassing. I don't really have like that many players that, are, that line up either. It's just an embarrassing season, but fantasy basketball started for me. So um, yeah, I'm just ready to close this chapter of fantasy football. My first bad year ever. That's tragic. Yeah. We're some real fantasy sickos, you know, my first season doing fantasy baseball and my first season doing fantasy basketball. And that I'm just grinding these fantasy sports for no reason, but eh, we're having a good time with it. It's fun. First time doing basketball. Um, But now just a good time with the boys, you know, first season. So we'll see how it goes, but you know, things are looking pretty good to start off the season. Yeah. And fantasy football, I think I'm going to go three and oh this week, fingers crossed. So don't want to, ran on your yeah. parade but <laughs> yeah th- three and five i mean and just to clarify here you know i'm not i'm not oh and eight i i'm gonna be dropping to three and five you know three and five that's a good year for some people but that's not a good year for me so no. um and then i mean last little tidbit on fantasy this is going to become a jalen duran uh stan podcast here actually yep. that, that's the boy uh told jonathan to pick him up the other night so um, we'll, we'll keep you updated on him. We'll do weekly J- Jalen Duran updates. So yeah, he, he's that guy. He really is for fantasy basketball. See, like that's somebody I wouldn't have thought I need him on my team, but based on the way fantasy basketball works in my league, especially with the scoring, I was like, gotta have him. Uh, I think it's enough fantasy football talk. Let's talk about Friday night a little bit. What, what, what was going on Friday? Where, where were the boys at? Boys were in the shy, the windy city. Had to slide. IDK. F65 tour came through Chicago. You know, we had to pop out. We had to be there. Show love. Professor Mills put on a great show. Killed it. Uh, great to see everybody on the team. And, you know, shout out to the boy Jay Wood. No label. Alumni. Class of 2023. Opened up for IDK. Fire. He killed it. And yeah, IDK. Great set as well, as always. Yeah, no. I mean, it, it was a really good set. Uh, obviously, my first time seeing IDK. I believe it was, what, your third I fourth, I think fourth. Oh, wow. Okay. Two in Boston, St. Louis and Chicago. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wasn't factoring in St. Louis there, yeah. but yeah, I mean, he kind of had like the Taylor Swift heiress tour going on. That was really yep. cool. And then, I mean, it was a different, different head setting each time. So that, that was really cool. Um, really enjoyable concert though. And then, you know, Jay Wood, like you said, that, that was another good performance as well. And then also Lou, Luna L as the final artist, uh, really good R and B artist. So, um, yeah. I, I thought, yeah, it was a really good concert overall. I don't think really anybody had a bad set or anything. So, Nah, Dreamville in the building, Under the Sun, went crazy. Loot, yeah. killed that verse. But yeah, great show. Like you said, the air is tour type vibe. So far, I loved him changing from the hat, you know, the helmet, the mm-hmm. beanie, and the then like, the, yeah, a lot of different things. So no, it was fire. Very, very diverse set. He played up so many different types of songs and so many songs from different points throughout his career. So great show. That kind of actually leads me in to the songs of the week. So I'll kick it off here with my first song of the week. I got paranoid. IDK performed paranoid, covered it. And, you know, he started talking about some things. I'll never listen to paranoid the same mm-hmm. way again. Paranoid by Kanye West, of course. Uh, great track. I also redid. I don't know actually if I've ever like done it, but I put together my top Kanye songs in paranoid. Oh sneaky it was 
not in my top 10, but I considered it. Uh, so it was very fitting because I did that like on Friday during the day. I just ran was like, oh, let's just throw this down real quick while I'm thinking of it. And then that night he performed it. I was like, that's fire. Is yeah. it now in my top 10? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah. Now you showed me that list a little bit. We were just chilling before the concert. So, I mean, that's something we're going to get into. So just stay tuned for that. But moving on here to my, my first track, we got Magic by Vince Staples. This is one, you know the DJs, the little warm-ups they do. I was like, okay, I wasn't feeling it too, too much. And then they played magic by Vince Staples and the whole crowd was just vibing to it. it. It was just the correct track to play. So. Oh yeah. Great track. I was loving it right then too. Uh, my next track here, I got me, myself and I by lucky when we were driving into Chicago, I was like, Oh, we, we got some luck, you know, we're in his city. Uh, and then on the way out, I was like, Oh, we did not listen to any lucky. So I played me, myself, and I when we got a little stop at Taco Bell. It hit late night Taco Bell, elite. After a concert, I feel like I go to Taco Bell like every time, and it hit. Yeah, I, I was asking. Yeah, I was asking you. There's like McDonald's across the street. I was like, you, you want to like stop there afterwards? You're like, now nah, we got to find a Taco Bell, basically. So oh, yeah, it, it was good. Good little Taco Bell there, even though you got pulled around both times for separate orders. Yeah, Taco Bell, get, get that figured out. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'm gonna put that on air. Put them on blast. Uh. My next one here, though, we have Jonesboro. This is one I didn't really know you were rocking with. This is I love oh, yeah. this one off of Young Thug's new album from this year. It, it just hits. And then, I mean, it was like one of the first tracks that played on the way to Chicago. So good vibe there. And I was like, oh, okay. Big Crody, Big Crody gets down like that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Jonesboro. It's, I think, easily my favorite track off that project. Uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe it'll make my end of the year favorite songs i don't know if it's that high but i would consider i do listen to a decent amount i i do like it so yeah all right my last track of the week i got cody freestyle by steve lacy i just ran back gemini rights the other day and i don't know why but cody freestyle was one stuck out to me i don't go back to it like by itself but in the scheme of the album i was like i love this song like it's very good so uh i feel like people don't talk about gemini rights that much like i don't feel like i hear people talking about it like it was definitely very very popping last year bad habit you know going crazy but i feel like i don't hear people talking about the album anymore and it is very good I, i'm a big fan of that one for my last track here we have last call by kanye west uh this is one that's just been constantly bumping for me um i don't it just came on one day and i was like i was for sure i'll play it through i hadn't heard it in a long time or listened through in a long time and man, it fucking hit. So I was like, that's just one that's been kind of constantly in rotation the past month or so. And I was like, we got to listen to that on the way back. So this, all three of my tracks were from that Friday night, you know, so. That's good. But, yeah, that was like the, the perfect vibe, just leaving out the city. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, just a great track by Kanye. So No, very fire, long song. I feel like I don't go back to it that much because it is long. And it's just like him talking. He's just saying so many things uh obviously it's really good in like the album context but also just listening to it and like that vibe you know 11 o'clock midnight whatever was leaving chicago listen to that just felt right but yeah i think we just get into today's topic you see the title album of the month october 2023 the melodic blue by baby keem Spoiler alert, we both love this one. Very excited to talk about this one. Uh, we're going to go track by track. There are some, you know, we'll get a little bit more into, but let's we'll talk, you know, what tracks are our favorites, standouts, uh, different memories we have associated with the songs. But yeah, let's get into it with the first track. We got Trademark USA. 
man, this one I brings back memories, whether, you know, it's Euphoria or this is just yep. one now when I play, it's like, gosh, damn. But this is, I don't, I don't want to, you know, throw, throw anything crazy out there. This may be one of my favorite, like, opening set album ever. This just sets the tone perfectly. Not only one of my sure. favorites, but maybe one of the best ever. So we'll, we'll see how it ages, of course. But this is a very good opening track here. No, it's so good. I was going to give a shout out to Euphoria as well, because like now when I'm in the car driving to Trademark USA, all I think is Euphoria. So it's so good, though. Uh, I feel like I used it in an Ox battle before, for sure. Yeah. I, I love Trademark USA. Uh, you know, you get a nice little switch up here with the beat with the production so good uh i don't hate your take that it's like it's up there like it is such a good intro like if we did a our favorite intros best intros ranking list whatever i think i would give it a nod like it is just so good uh yeah it, it definitely sets a vibe for the album um which leads us into the next track pink panties Pink panties been the preference. Uh, this is what <laughs> this is one you know. I I'm admittedly like you said we're gonna have some we don't you don't talk about too much. I really have never been bumping this one too crazy. How about you? No, nah, me either. Uh, I started playing the melodic blue on the way back from Chicago, like you know one in the morning. You were kind of falling asleep a little bit, and so I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, whatever. Like yeah. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna turn it off. <laughs> but pink panties was one like I definitely it forget put me about. To sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i definitely forget about pink panties i don't go back to it um so yeah like when it came on the album i definitely did not remember that it was like this early in the track list and then it comes on i feel like on my first listen to the album i would have been like you know feeling so good after trademark usa been like oh yeah we got like a, a classic we got potential for a classic right now and then we get pink panties i probably have been like wait what like <laughs> this is interesting um but yeah yeah I think that I think that's all we need to say about Pink Panties. Yeah, it's just, let's it's move just on. Let's move on. <laughs> Next track, we got Scapegoats. I feel about is, Scapegoats. Yeah, this is one where uh, I mean, it hit at the time. It still hits now. This is one I wish was I mean longer, but I get having just that little short track in the album, kind of like the beach off Ramona Park broke my heart. You know, just a short little track where you're like you're just craving more after this. Um, and then you know, once you had texted me, what's album of the month? You know, the little outro there where she says the melodic blue, I was just going to send that lyric back, but yep. it, it, I just, I just ended up sending the album. But. <laughs> yeah. I love this track. That serpent with the sample. So good. Like a very personal song. It feels like you really kind of get a picture painted by baby Keem of what he's got going on. Uh, talking about his life a little bit. And then, I mean, obviously you got the nice ending with the, I'll tell you the story two years later for now, the case closed. Yeah. I mean, that's fire. It's two years later. Yeah, if you check the think, calendars, it, yeah, it's been a couple years. So I don't think we're hearing the story uh, this year, but I think definitely next year. So uh, ready for whatever Keem has coming next. Next track here, a track that is very near and dear to our hearts, Range Brothers with the big cuz, Kendrick Lamar. This is, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we got a rec basketball team named the Range Brothers. So I, obviously this one ha has had crazy impact. This is one at the time, it was like, it was so unique to hear Kendrick with that flow. Like, he's just, I'm coming, it's just so like, I, I just unexpected at the time. Um, obviously still a fire track. And then, I mean, very near and dear to our hearts. So. Yeah, obviously got to give a shout out to the, to the Range Brothers, our Range Brothers, the team uh, season coming up soon. So if you've been missing those updates, you don't got to wait too much longer. Uh, 
but yeah this is a great song i love range brothers obviously it's a little bit different you got the top of the morning top of the morning top of the morning you know like that was like when you heard that for the first time you were like what is like happening especially hearing somebody like kendrick do that you're like what but uh now i think it sounds good like it's very just weird but it's cool at the same time uh one of my favorite like moments on the whole album is the kendrick ad-libs in that last verse where you know he pg langfool she's hot rover gang i mean yeah range brothers out the roof we're not the wayne's hate to tell the truth we're not the same he's baby keem i mean just like ad-libs like that is so far uh that's definitely one of my favorite moments of the album i would say yeah and so like it's i really like the you know the, the little like different he's baby he's baby keem you know they're not the same uh because like right around this time like the week before they had dropped uh family ties so that's like when it was confirmed they're cousins and then uh, you know he comes later and like you know they're, he's kind of taking his own path i guess yeah for sure it's fire uh next track here we got issues this one you, know, oh, you go you go ahead okay. go ahead Dad. this one has like such such deep meaning to me obviously just the lyrics um you know not to get too personal or anything but it's just something that that's very relatable in my life so i mean this is one i could see why you know to to you i guess or to any of the listeners why it doesn't really mean much but to me it's like damn this might be my favorite baby keem track just because the the lyrics the the meaning behind it and everything it's just very relatable so that's fire uh yeah i was gonna say not my favorite song i definitely don't go back to issues too much but it is one that like when i hear it with the whole album i really do appreciate it more uh especially like that late night drive last week listen to this i was like okay like it's a good song but it's not one i go back to as much but yeah I, that's fire that you have that tie to it it is it's a solid song but it's definitely just not what i go to keem for but good song uh next track here we got gorgeous this is one I, I really was bumping this at the time. And I mean, now I can't even remember the last time I've listened to it. Um, I mean, it's still an enjoyable track off like the, the few re-listens I gave the whole album. Um, but yeah, it's still, it's not one that's, I mean, in my rotation as much anymore. Yeah. I think it's one of the weaker tracks. I would say it's solid. It's fine. Um, but again, it's not one that I find myself going back to as much. Uh which kind of leads me to the next track here. We got South Africa. This is like the gorgeous from me, I would say to you, you said, you know, you were bumping it at first a lot and I couldn't tell the last time you heard it. That's how South Africa was for me. I loved South Africa. I think baby Keem's flow when he's coming in is so fire, but yeah, I just don't find myself going back to it very much anymore. It's another one where I, it's just not getting as much play anymore, but it's it's still a really enjoyable listen is what I will say about it. And I'd say, mm -hmm. I mean, at the time, at the time of the release, it was probably the most enjoyable listen. That's crazy. Outside of Family Ties. Yeah, I'll say that's crazy. I think Family Ties, uh, Trademark USA, Range Brothers, Scapegoat, uh, that's, that's up there, but uh, that's crazy. So <laughs> anyway, let's get to the next one lost souls solo baby keem version here no yeah, bias. yeah okay I, I was wanted some clarification there um this is one that's um rose up in my rotation obviously i, I feel like i'm bumping the brent fires one a little bit more of course i gotta, gotta have those remixes but uh i mean where where does this one sit for you i will like never listen to the solo baby Keem yeah <laughs> i have to listen to the brent fires version but it's so crazy because when we are no label i played 
the Brent Fias version. And everybody that I was in the car with was like, I like oh, the yeah. individual one better. <laughs> they like the one with just baby Keem better. And I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. Like, I love Brent, obviously, but I think from just like a neutral view, I'd be like, oh yeah, the Brent Fires one's better. Like the intro on the solo Baby Keem version feels so long. That's like what I realized. Like I thought Baby, I thought he was gonna come in and then it, it kept going. Like it feels longer than it does in the remix. I don't know if it's actually true or not, but when we were listening to it the other night, I was like, wow, this is, it's like different, structurally different than the version with Brent. But I also will say, uh, you know, like the outro, like how the beat changes. I think that part is better on the solo baby keem version than the brent version like it sounds like it fits more i don't know why though i've never really been a fan of that part yeah i that's i i even forget that there it's just like a baby keem you know on the album there mm-hmm. um so yeah I, it's crazy to me that people would, would enjoy that version more but hey to each their own of course next track here we have one that i would throw this in the most enjoyable listens when the album first dropped as well we got coco with don Tolliver. Yeah, Don Tolliver and Baby Keem, I feel like that is such a great combination. And that could be like a duo of the future, you know? Like yeah, I would exactly. not I would not hate a collab album between the two. And then I mean, obviously, I feel like they're gonna be some of the two biggest artists coming up, you know, coming moving forward. There we go. It really feels, you know, it dropped in 2021. It really felt like that was a look at what the next decade of like rap hits could look like. Just because you have two of the best, like I would say hit makers you know baby keem i guess hadn't shown it as much before this album you know he had orange soda which was a very big song especially you know blew up on tiktok and all that but then you get family ties and he kind of just keeps cementing himself a little bit then you you know get his feature on donda and yeah he just kind of starts to become more and more relevant like in the pop rap uh world i guess and then don Tolliver has been running features since we first heard him on can't say and then you know his own songs as well he's been going crazy so yeah hearing those two together so fire and it was like just an inevitable hit it felt like and i feel like it's not as big as it should be but i do like this one a lot i do get that vibe and uh i mean just like a closing point on like don toller baby keem i feel like they're like you said hit make and everything but i feel like they're just different enough to where they they work very well together and this is a good example of it oh yeah for sure next track i mean the track like if we're talking about the melodic blue we're talking about this track family ties yeah and i'll go on record for saying you know there's no without the melodic blue there there's i don't think we're doing this podcast but 1000 percent without family ties like this is the sole (laughs) reason why like we are here uh and this dropped, you were in Harvard, or you were at Harvard. So, I mean, like my most distinct memory of like my first listen to this was, uh, um, we were leaving park or leaving the park. I thought it was for the Street Corner Festival, but it was for a basketball, you know, just pick up basketball games. And I, uh, it was, you know, if you know my cars, it's blacked out windows and everything, but it was a windows down, just fucking blaring this track. Fire. And yeah, this, I mean, this is one still to every time it comes on, it's just, it's just one of them tracks. Like this is going to be one of the best tracks of this decade. So I was going to say that as well. I think <laughs> you can convince me maybe a couple other songs, but like, this is up there. This is easily like a top five rap song of the decade. I think no question. I think it's so good. It's definitely one of the best like hits, you know, yeah. like there are probably better songs with a little bit more personal meaning and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But like, when we talk about hits, like a song you play, yourself just listening to it you can play it on the ox very versatile song 
family ties. I mean, it's just elite. Definitely one of the best songs of the decade for sure. Like you were saying though, very, very memorable first listen with this track. I was trying to remember, like, did we know this song was coming out or was it just like a surprise it was, drop? It wasn't a surprise drop, but it, it, I feel like it had to be like the day before. It was just because it was the picture with the, the blurred out eyes that, um, and that's when we knew Kendrick Lamar was coming back as well. So obviously that's a huge moment. Um, but yeah, I, it had to be like the day of, or I mean, like uh, maybe a surprise drop, I guess. Yeah, I was trying to remember, and I don't remember how that all transpired. Um, but I feel like even if I, even if it had been announced, I feel like I might have just missed it because you know I was at no label. We just had so much going on that like I wasn't like on Twitter all day, you yeah. know, whatever. So I feel like I could have missed it. But also at the same time, like one person would have seen it and said something probably. So I feel like. I just don't remember it. Uh, but I remember waking up. We had uh, morning workouts at No Label. And I remember like waking up and seeing it had dropped. And I like listened to it on my phone. Like I just laid in bed. I was listening to it real quick. And I was like, okay, like that, that was fine. The trumpets are so, yeah, so like, such a fucking iconic track. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is uh, one of the songs. And then we end our last day of class at No Label. And Obi is playing music and he plays this. And it's just like, everybody's going crazy we're all just jumping up and down together vibing out there's like a video of us just going crazy too it's on my instagram i will never forget like that i'll consider that like my true first listen like that was the first mm -hmm. time i you know heard it with other people all that kind of stuff heard it on the phone like that's i'm not gonna count that so crazy memory like of the day that song dropped and it, it is just such a good track. I, we could go on and on with this one, but I do agree that like there would be no second Avenue pod without family ties. It's just a track, you know, we got the baby Keem Kendrick parallels. It's just us. We see us. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, this is, I mean, just to close, this is, you heard the the trumpets, you heard baby Keem come in, you knew it was going to be a hit. So, and it's still a hit to this day. Mm -hmm. Next track here. We got scars scars this is another like this one just gives me such um such issues vibes or also oh, yeah. uh, scapegoats as well just one of the shorter little tracks it's i it fits in the album um it's just not one i'm bumping too crazy yeah i'm not going back to scars i you know i think it's a fine track i just don't go back to it that's the thing like even the tracks i don't go back to i can like at least appreciate when i'm listening to the album and i don't think they're bad songs they're just not the ones i go back to uh stand alone um but yeah, you got the nice Kanye drums on this one, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, you know, some 808s right there. But yeah, just not a song I'm going back to. Fine song, though. I think it has a music video. I think it's like a music video of him like riding a bike or something. Does that sound familiar at all? Or I'm making uh, this up? Yeah, I, I, no, I, I'm getting that same vibe. It's hard to tell because like I said, it just, it feels like, you know, issues almost or um, what's, what's, the, I'm blanking here. It's just another track that just kind of slips by. So I could see that though. Yeah. Next track here. One of the singles that dropped before the album, Do Rag Activity with Travis Scott. This is one I, I feel like they left some meat on the bones. I feel like there's something left to be desired here for a Travis Scott and Baby Keem collab. Um, it's it's an enjoyable track and you know I'm, I still bump it, of course, but I, I was expecting more, honestly. <laughs> I was too. I was expecting like a banger. I mm. wanted like something. I wanted a Family Ties esque level of well, an they anthem. Yeah, I like praise God. Even. Exactly. I wanted something with a little more energy. I think it's a good song. It's fine. Again, not when I go back to as much, but that's. I feel like I keep saying it about a 
good amount of songs, but it's just like, I do love this album so much as an album and the songs I go back to, I go back to so much. And I love so much, but there are some that I just feel like I don't. And yeah, this is one. I definitely was bumping it when it first dropped though. Cause I was before the album and I was like, I'll take any keem at this point. Um, but yeah, it, it's a solid song. Next one here, we got Boo Man. This is one after the, con- you know, I, I've never really was bumping it too much, but then when we went to the concert in St. Louis after that, after hearing it live, it was like, okay, I, I like this one a lot more. So that was going to be my exact point. It's one of those songs that hearing it live and seeing him perform it really helped it out. I was not going crazy for it before that. It's interesting. Like, it's kind of a weird song. Like, my name is Boomet. Like, it, it's unique. It's different. Uh, definitely weird, like, on the first listen. But seeing it live, I'm like, okay. It, it just gives it a whole new feel. Um, but I could see people not going to this one as much. Yeah, I, I think it's just the the personal, personal seeing it live, you know. Yep. I feel like we've had the exact same reasoning and points for like all these i was songs. gonna say I, I was gonna finish you know if if we continue to have this i was gonna finish with these parallels are crazy like we are like synced up here so yeah it's crazy but let, let's see how we feel about these last three we got first order of business next this is one uh I'm, i wasn't bumping really at the time i'm still not bumping i'll, I'll be honest here i i don't mind first order of business i think it's a cool song but yeah not not one of my favorites but it's it's solid Next one, we got Vent. I heard Vent on a leak, like, I probably would say, I mean, months before the album, maybe even like a year before the album. And I think people said it was like a Kendrick uh-huh. leak. They're like, okay, this is a Kendrick album, and this is going to be a song on it or whatever, which obviously that did not turn out to be the case. But that version was way extended compared to what we got mm-hmm. on the Melodic Blue. It had like a whole Kendrick verse, and it was so good. But I do love this. And, you know, it's not like an official Kendrick feature, but getting Kendrick on that is great. I love it. It's got good energy. The beat, great. Um, Almost like electronic type vibe, but I love it. It's like, no, I wouldn't say top five, but it's, you know, it's close enough to that, that I think it's like definitely one of the top top songs on the album. Yeah, it's just a very enjoyable listen. And then, I mean, like you said, being... perceived as a Kendrick Lamar leak and then I just love the the intro two phone baby keem fuck you mean I'm here ho you know like that's so far yeah just such a great opening well speaking of great opening we talked about it with trademark USA as well we both think that could be one of the best intros that we've heard in a while we gotta talk about 16 now which I would venture to say is one of the best outros we've got in recent years as well yeah, I mean, he came correct, intro and outro. Uh, this is one, I, I don't really think you guys are ever going to see the video or anything, but this is the best video I've ever gotten at a concert. I had my, you know, cinema mode on. I, You know, this is one I, I always love, so I wanted to get that moment. So I have the cinema mode just on Baby Keem the whole time. You know, crowd's chill. I'm, you know, 10 feet away from Baby Keem, and he's just, I mean, he's so into it. Um, a great performer so that that was like my my takeaway from from the concert is like man this is a great track and i got my best video i'd say that's fire yeah i i love it it's another one that you know seeing it live definitely like elevated it but before that i already loved it like i mean this is before the podcast but 
I it would have been up there for probably one of my songs of the year. But if we do one, I would have done Family Ties. But if we do multiple, I think I might have had 16 on my top songs as well. I love it so much. I feel like it's a song that anybody can go to. I feel like um, I haven't heard anybody say they don't like 16. And it kind of started to blow up on like social media, even a little bit more like TikTok, uh, which was kind of surprising. But, you know, great track. Yes. This is one, you know, I'll close it with this is why, I mean, Keem is such a superstar, going to be, you know, leading kind of this ne next generation or be one of the people leading. Um, it's the versatility, like to be able to put a, a track like this on the same album as a track, uh, you know, Family Ties, ask her, you know, Trademark USA to, to I mean, ha to be able to go in both directions is, I mean, it's going to be very pivotal for, for his success. And like you said, I mean, this one. I feel like should have should have had more TikTok influence or you know stuff like that, but um, you know just I, a great track. I feel like it did. Like that's the thing, but you know the versatility is crazy. I mean, even going back, the track right before this is vent, going from vent <laughs> to this, like something vent coming at you hard, you're feeling it. Pause to <laughs> uh, to sixteen, a little bit more subdued, a little more laid back, melodic, the melodic blue, no pun intended, but just very personal track versus the hype stuff that we get throughout the album as well. And there's a lot of balance of that throughout all of baby Keem's discography. You know, he's got more personal songs, but he's also got the bangers. And I think that is why he's like one of the most promising rappers. I don't even want to say up and coming. I almost did. He's yeah. a, a star, but I would say like up and coming towards that, like big four of the generation, like the obvious big three of the 2010s with, Kendrick, J. Cole, and Drake, but somebody else you we throw on the Mount Rushmore, maybe you know Kanye a little bit later. But anyway, seeing Keem elevate, it's been a minute. We got something, but I feel like if he continues what he started on the Melodic Blue, we're looking at like one of the people that's running with the torch of the 2020s. Yeah, uh, this album was like a very good like step towards being. I you know I'd put him almost in the star category. And then, I mean, this next album is, it's really going to determine, you know, is, is he one of them, you know? So um, very he excited, is. obviously, you know, um, like, like we mentioned earlier, we should have, we should have had the album this year, according to the, according to the melodic blue. So um, I mean, baby Keem, I, this is a great album, the melodic blue. I'm, I'm ready for something new though, for sure. Definitely ready for something new. I mean, it was so weird that we got the deluxe version, like, a year after yeah over a year later i think actually oh it, it was october a year ago yesterday yeah yep. <laughs> so funny timing here but yeah the you know deluxe we got like seven you know six or seven new songs or whatever so it was very random like felt like i remember we talked about it when it dropped we're like this feels like it should have been like its own little ep but yeah. you know it was cool to get new songs nonetheless yeah um i obviously he's not really been teasing it too much but a new project has to be on the way so we're excited for that of course but i i think that about wraps it up for i mean october's album of the month any closing thoughts you see we had to dress the part we got the melodic blue oh, merch yeah. on today you know we talked about the concert a little bit but had to give that that last little shout out i <laughs> am definitely like an overthinker with like many things but this merch was no exception to that i was like <laughs> getting a green sweatshirt of the melodic blues like that feels wrong you got the blue i think you want the right one but i love green personally one of my favorite probably my favorite color so uh had to go with that yeah you didn't want to twin with me because they want to twin together we could have we could have been all dripped out so, but, some real yeah. family ties yeah yeah <laughs> no great album we love it that's that yeah Can't i think we i think yeah i think we hit hit every point on it um 
I mean, yeah, just I close it out with, I guess we wouldn't be here without it. So shout out the melodic blue. Shout out the melodic blue. Family ties changed our lives. All right, let's get into the news for this week. We did miss last week. Apologies on that. Uh, so we do have a good amount of music to talk about. Some notable projects for sure. Let's get into the projects first, then we'll talk singles. Uh, last week, we got projects from Sampa, Conway the Machine and Conductor Williams, Gucci Mane, Summer Walker, and City Girls. And then this week, we got a nice little surprise drop from Brent Fiaz, Taylor Swift, Baby Tron, and Ellie Choppa, The Holiday, and the collab project between Amir Van and Merlin Wood. This is a very good two weeks. This is one of the ones where you like, you take a step back from one week and you see okay you got this in the last 14 days we've been blessed but i think even looking at these individually weeks you're like okay like there was definitely something each week that had me excited which is you know something that we weren't getting as much earlier this year yeah uh i mean this is just a very very solid two weeks we had here um i mean that sampha project man uh, you said you told me uh, we were talking in person. You said we're, we're going to be talking about it in December. I think we both probably will be, um, but that's to be determined there. And then Brent Fias, that was a nice little surprise drop. Uh, Amir Van and Merle Wood, I liked what they did on the project. So, um, I mean, that's to touch on a few of those projects there. Yeah, the Sampa project, I said earlier this year that I think it was right before Utopia dropped. We were talking, you said, I have a hot take. This is going to be the album of the year. And I think, you know, that take, it's pretty well for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to give anything away, but, <laughs> yeah. but I know you like it. And, yeah. What happens off camera? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I said, I'm going to say mine will be Sampha. You know, I'm going to call my shot with Sampha. He's going to have album of the year. And I love it so much. We'll see if it is my album of the year in December, but I love it. I've listened to it on repeat. I probably listened to the album four times a day of drive. I probably listened to it 20 times. I've been listening to it so much. It's been on repeat for real. Um, so this is like crazy because it's back-to-back weeks that have had me at 11 o'clock ready to listen. Sampa and Brent Fias this week. And that's something that I hadn't felt in a minute. Like, it just feels so good to be back. Like, oh, it's great. And I mean, we we didn't really talk about the project because we had an early episode that, well, that had been two weeks ago. But that was another one. That was another good release week. So, so we, they, they, we're putting together so, some weeks here. Very exciting for us, obviously. It makes these uh, weekly news sessions a lot, a lot better. So, oh, yeah. So good. This week was borderline like, overwhelming. Like, I didn't know what to listen to because uh-huh. I also wanted to listen to Baby Tron. I haven't listened to Baby Tron yet. It's like an hour and a half long. It's a lot of Tron. I, I, I like him, but I don't know if I can do an hour and a half straight of Baby Tron. Uh, one day, though, I'll get to it. I promise. Let's talk about these singles. So last week we got singles from Wale, Lil TJ, Casey, Cali Uchis, Lana Del Rey, Two Chains and Lil Wayne, Kevin Abstract, Rick Ross and Meek Mill, 21 Savage, Danny Brown and the Alchemist, Ian Dior, Cochise, AB and the Baby. And then this week, again, Cochise, uh, Boz, The Kid Leroy, 42 Doug, Kid Cuddy, The Alchemist, Conway the Machine, and Yeba. Again, a lot of music here. We're, we've been blessed. Yeah, no, we, we I got a lot of listening to because I definitely prioritize albums. So um, a lot of these singles I, I haven't been able to listen to. So, um, I mean, I got some work to do. I'm, I'm gonna, I got a little drive to make after this. So I'll, I'll yeah. knock some of these singles out. <laughs> I feel like I'm the opposite. I feel like I prioritize singles because it's just easier. It's just easier to do like one. But with that being said, it's like 
weeks like this when there's an album that I'm like that excited for, like the Brent last week, like Sampha, that albums I'm, I'm not getting the singles so i haven't got to these singles I, i'm in the same boat as you i will get to them because single it's easy you know you throw it on three minutes five minutes whatever uh an album that's a whole commitment that's like the baby tron i want to give him the full hour and a half i want to give him undivided attention he's getting these bars off i gotta, I gotta so. focus up yeah he does the prince of the mid and I, I gotta give him that but these singles yeah I, I gotta give them some love as well so we'll be back with thoughts on those in the future but very good ones. I'm sure people are loving it. I really only like the Danny Brown one, the Alchemist, Kevin Abstract. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. So we got some work to do. <laughs> good thing though. You know, we've been complaining this year, been fiending for, for at least weeks like this. So um, uh, yeah, this just makes us all the more fun. Oh yeah. Let's talk about a couple things here. Uh, we got some new music rumors we got three artists to talk about. Four, technically, three albums, though. Uh, first one, Kanye West and Ty Dolla Sign collab album. Again, it's one of those things, you know, is it going to come? Is it not going to come? Pause. Uh, we'll see. But it's looking a little more and more likely. We got an album announcement post from Ty Dolla Sign. That's a good sign. It's crazy. So they've been posting uh, the Yen symbol and then the dollar sign and then somebody called that back in like 2021 crazy they said oh they should do an album yen dollar sign so it's yay and dollar sign uh yay and dollar whatever so that is fire that that person came up with that idea i don't know if they saw that or they just came up with it as well but very very cool that somebody did call that i didn't even know what was happening like when i saw the yen sign for you know, the rumors of the album uh, and then like hinting at it, I was like thinking back to Kanye when he tweeted about the lonely emojis. And I thought that he, he just picked a symbol that looked a little Y. I didn't think anything about the yen. And even if it's just yay um, symbolization, but yeah, very cool that that person did that. And we'll see what happens here, but they have supposedly going to be a multi-stadium listening event on November 3rd, which is, you know, it's coming up. So it's like a re this album this week. I mean, We'll it's, see. I'll, it's something I'll never trust till I see to my my Apple Music or you know Spotify for you. Uh, I, Yay was at the uh, the Tyson Fury and Francis Ngannou fight, so you know I feel like once he starts going in the public eye, more he's kind of in album mode. So uh, we'll okay. see. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I hope we get it, of course, but I'm not gonna hold my breath. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, we have that to talk about next week. But knowing Kanye. We won't know until we do know. So uh, yeah. next album news update rumor. Rihanna has signed a new deal with Live Nation. She's set to release and tour two new albums within the next few years. This is another one where it's like, you know, it's been so long that it's like, I won't believe it until it actually happens. But it seems good that we're getting, you know, a little bit closer to some new music from Rihanna. Yeah, I'm just thinking like, what is the level that this tour is, this tour would be on, you know, or are we gonna see you know i i feel like it's gotta kind it's gotta be at that drake i mean taylor swift level almost like selling out you know massive stadiums stuff like that so um i'm curious to see how it goes for sure she's gonna go crazy she's a global superstar to me it honestly felt like we were never to get music from her because it's like what does she have to prove like she doesn't need to put out music i thought she was probably gonna call it raps but good to see that she might be dropping something here 
you know, not too long from now. So that'll be good um, for sure. You know, she's always going to come through some some great tracks. Uh, last album news here. Danny Brown has a new album called The Cortana coming out on November 17th. So pretty fire here. Uh, we've been waiting for this one for a minute. I have at least. I thought it was going to drop last year. It wasn't the case. So uh, coming out a year later, but we're going to get it. And that's, that's all you can ask for. Definitely. Um, a lot to be desired there. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I feel like I, we're both going to be talking about a Danny Brown project in December. Um, could potentially be two. So. Yeah, exactly. I know you got JPEG Mafia in the studio too. He says he got something coming. Uh, he actually, we didn't talk about it with like the releases, but he just brought one of his old projects uh, to streaming services, the Ghost Pop Tape. People have been going crazy for that one. I have personally not heard it, so I need to give it a listen. It's under his name, Devin Hendricks. So give that one a listen if you're a Peggy fan. I'm sure it's good. I've heard nothing but good things about it but i personally have now listened that's another one i gotta do so uh we'll get into that in the future hopefully but yeah good to get these updates uh a lot of good stuff happening and good stuff on the way so very exciting close to the year for music yeah uh, i mean for a slow year it's it's really coming coming in hot now i mean we've i feel like the past couple months have been you know building up a little bit and i feel like now we're really we're getting we're in the direction where we were last year so um i mean exciting for us of course so yep but but i think that about wraps it up uh any closing thoughts that you have happy halloween everybody uh yeah i think that's it we should have probably said that in the intro but hopefully you know if you guys dressed up or if you guys went out any of that you guys had a good halloween um i i guess this is dropping before halloween technically but i feel like if you went out you probably went out last weekend unless you're like in college so Happy Halloween. Mean? I'm trick or treating Tuesday. Go off then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, we'll see you guys next Monday. Have a great week. Peace. Peace.